It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. At Highland, we're all about celebrating little wins and little ways to innovate digital processes. There's no customer pain point too small for us to help with. Maybe that's why more than half of the Fortune 100 looks to Highland to connect their content and data, improve processes, and turn little efficiencies into big wins for their customers and clients. Highland, intelligent content solutions for innovators everywhere at highland.com. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Leroy. He was 18. Terrible life decision. Leroy. Preacher Leroy. Leroy Horde. What's up, my man? Leroy, did you like when Baker What's happening? Stuck, did you like when Baker stuck the flag in Ohio State? You probably like that, right? Um, I, I never really talked a whole bunch of trash mm. because there was too many moving parts. Mm. Um, and I couldn't initiate contact. So I wasn't a trash talker, mm-hmm. but I don't have a problem with guys that talk trash, but you gotta be careful with what position you play mm. when you talk trash. Mm. Because when those receipts come, a quarterback don't get those receipts. <laughs> <laughs> but so your old line does. Not to mention Baker's your wide receivers do. Out but can't take it, clearly. Your running backs do, right? And 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 mm. and I'll give you a perfect example. When Miles Garrett got in trouble for that Pittsburgh Steeler situation, right? Name another quarterback that does what Rudolph does. I'll oh, give wow. you a second. None. Yeah, you're okay? exactly right. Because a quarterback does not put his team in harm's way. And the fact that he went over there like he was going to do something, and now you got to go defend your quarterback. That's what escalated that situation. So as a quarterback, you have to be careful not to put your team in harm's way because those receipts are not coming to the quarterback. They come into all the other guys that can actually get hit. And that's everybody on the offense. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely, because if your quarterback get hit, you feel like if your quarterback get hit or pushed or shoved and you don't go over there and defend your quarterback, who's supposed to be your star, your leader, if you don't go over there and defend him, now it's on you. Yeah, right. So you have to do it. And you know what's coming. Hey, listen, the topic of the day, obviously, is we're all on Watson Watch. That sounds familiar, doesn't it? Yeah. We've been waiting and waiting and waiting. It appears that our wait could be over soon, though. There's a lot of reports yesterday that the NFL and the NFLPA are actively negotiating a settlement. There are new reports today that say that that Peter C. Harvey has not communicated with the NFL. This isn't, you know, this isn't a a thing where the decision, if the decision is in, the NFL doesn't know about it at least. Sure. Yeah, that's what I said, too. I I immediately said my hand when I heard that. But what do you make of this news? Yeah. Let me explain something to you. If I hire you to do some work for me, yep. 
We're going to be communicating during that process. I'm the right. employee. You're That's for anybody. Right. You're right. Right? Yes. You don't have a guy come over and do some work on your house, and then the next time you talk to him, he call you and say it's done. Right. No. no you're right. You're, so you're absolutely right. I ain't buying it. I mean, that's, it's, it's, <laughs> Because it's not independent. You're right. Right? It you're was. Right. He's, a, he's a lead Roger guy. Roger Goodell appointed him. Yeah, and he's a so lead guy. So what does that mean? You're right. He's going to be in line with your thinking. Why would they put that out there then? Because probably that, that piece of it was probably leaked by the, by the league. Because they Why don't think they we're smart enough to figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, right. But, let's you know, let's, let's be, be clear. Right. Let's be clear. How many times <laughs> do you hear something on TV and they go, oh, this dude must think I'm an idiot. Well, yeah. <laughs> yep. no, all the time. And especially with this. I mean, come on. Yes. Don't fall for it, folks. <laughs> don't do it. You know what's up. You adults. Figure it out. Yeah. Didn't have any conversations. <laughs> <laughs> you fool! Can we Y'all send that clip for the NFL? Hey, 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 Leroy, that, that, that's that's like that's like you, you that's like you come home at two in the morning, you married, and, and you ain't had no conversations before you went to bed with your wife. That conversation's happening, buddy. <laughs> you better oh, make that up. Hey. hey. It might not be a conversation. It might be some paperwork. <laughs> There's going to be some communication. <laughs> Leroy, to, go, to get to a, a, a different topic about the Browns, you know, they, the running back room, first of all, how did you feel that they did in that first preseason game? I, look, I liked it. It, it. You know what? That whole room seems to play football a certain way, right? Regardless of who's in there. Now, every running back does things a little bit different, right? But when you see a style in which they play, that is on the coaches. That's on, well, Stump Mitchell, right? The message is very clear how we going to do things in this room. And they all have bought in because they all run the ball extremely hard. They're aggressive. They don't mess around. There's not a whole bunch of running around. They get everybody getting it. And mm-hmm. that could also come from watching Nick Chubb. Yeah. Watching gonna... Kareem Hunt. Yeah. Hey, if you want to be on this team, this is how you got to play. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good point. But not only that, I mean, it's a great point about Nick Chubb. I was just thinking the same thing, Leroy, especially like just the way he carries himself too. Like he don't mess around. They he don't all talk seem any to do trash. It. He don't mess around. He don't celebrate. He just kicks your ass on the field and makes no big deal about it. And guess what? They all do it. Yeah. Look, they all yeah. see what the benchmark is in that room. Yep. That's Nick Chubb. And you right. know, if you want to be a part of this, you better be in line with how this man does things. That's right. That That's just a fact. That's, that's what having leadership on a team is. He don't have to be outspoken. He don't have to tell you what you did wrong. But, Nick could give you that look and say, hey, get in line, bruh. Right? <laughs> this is how we do things in this room. That's right. You're going to represent this room in a way that everybody going to know where we coming from. And and so from that standpoint, when you go to Jerome Ford, you go to Kareem Hunt, you go uh, even further down the line, they all seem to have this certain style that they run with even though they all have different skill sets. 
great. And so it's good. It's good to watch because guess what? The coach need to go in that room and say, "Hey, I don't care who it is, but we gonna have some weight on us for part of this season. We gonna have some heat on us. Accept the challenge. I don't care how deep we gotta go. I don't care how far down we gotta go on the depth chart." Everybody be ready because we're going to need everybody because we're going to have to run the football consistently and on a daily basis. And I think when you watch them play and you watch how they do things, um, the message is loud and clear. Leroy, let me ask you this question. Um, Coach Stefanski has already been on record. He said, uh, you're not going to see many of the starters. Do you, do you agree with that? To a certain extent, and especially when you talk about Jacoby Brissett, because I thought I would have played him last game. I'm kind of confused yeah. um, at what, I, I, what, what's going on here with these snaps. He's not gonna play this game either. Is you cool with that? I have a, you know, I have an ongoing argument with anybody who will listen. The only people that really don't need to be in there that much are the running backs. And here's why. Because once you get a feel for the speed and the level of contact, you can shut it down till the season start. So whether that's five, ten carries, you know, throughout the preseason, just to get an idea of what what how how you're working with the O line, how you're working with, you know, the the rest of the offense. That's it. You need live action though. There's nobody, listen. There's nobody that plays this game that can just come back from the offseason and play football. There's a reason why you have camp. You got to get your body ready for being tackled, to block, to catch the ball with people on you. You know, all these receivers that look pretty in shorts and tights with the bandanas and the bucket hats in the offseason. How you going to catch the ball when somebody going to – Go, somebody going to adjust your teeth. You see right. what I mean? We used to call them, you know, those camp pro bowlers, mini camp. <laughs> they run across the middle. Ah! Right? <laughs> and we just sit in the back and shake our heads. Woo, I can't wait till you get hit. Because we'll see. Then, then them arms, all of a sudden, he had to reach up a condor, and now he's like a Tyrannosaurus Rex. Right? <laughs> Soon as there's contact. You got to work through all that. That's what football is. You have to work through that. As far as a quarterback and the receivers, it's hard to get an actual idea of how much time you have to throw the ball mm -hmm. unless you can be sacked for real. Mm. Right? Yeah. The time limit. There, there's no time limit if you ain't getting hit. Hell, if I wasn't going to get hit, I'd be looking good. <laughs> right? Hey, you can't hit me. I got the orange jersey on. Yeah. But when you get in the game action and that guy coming off the edge trying to get a job or trying to get a contract, that time shrinks. So I think everybody needs to get something out of these preseason games. And the argument I have with everybody is, is that there's only one way to get ready for football. That's to play football, football. Yeah. right? Yeah. But again, these these baseball players and 
basketball. Everybody got soft in sports. I don't know if it's because the investment. I don't know what it is. Because guess what? If a pitcher throw five innings, everybody's celebrating. Not me. I'm like, Fact. when I was a kid, the pitcher pitched till the end of the game or until he couldn't throw no more. He seemed to do okay. The good old days. We have a whole bunch of guys having Tommy John surgery. Facts. Now, as soon as they get tweaked, as soon as you see a pitcher with a sore arm, what you say? Uh-oh, Tommy John, he's going to come back stronger. <laughs> <laughs> Never failed. That so, is right. I don't know what has happened through sports. <laughs> I mean, I used to have season tickets to the Cavs, right? I knew when I was going to a game, I'm seeing all the stars. Ain't nobody getting ready for the playoffs or yeah. January or extra break before us. They playing all the game, and they did fine. Nobody was blowing anything out. <laughs> Seems like there's more so injuries now. I don't now. know where we got this, where, where all of a sudden we got soft. I'm like, listen, I played five preseason games, and I played in all of them. Mm, and too, the last Leroy. preseason game when I played was the dress rehearsal. So not only did you play the first half, you went in, you made some adjustments, you played a couple of series in the second half. Yeah. And guess what? I averaged 14 games a year. And I wasn't, and, and, and guess what? You could get horse collared. You could mm. get cleaned up on picks. Close line, you could get knocked backs. out. Crack backs. All that was fair game. Now, maybe I see spots every now and then, but I did okay. You have conversations with yourself here and there. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. So what? So what? I can have a full conversation with myself when I'm sitting in this room. <laughs> it's okay. Just right. But, but guess what? Right. As, as far as health, right? I had the health of a football player. Banged up, broken up, but was still able to play. That's football. You ain't going to never be 100% healthy. Leroy. So I don't understand why. Look, first of all, if you're going to play in a preseason game, you play in the first one, in the second one. Okay? Now, you can even play in the third one because you got an extra week off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I don't I don't know what what are we protecting? Because here's what's going to happen. We're going to have this conversation after about week two or three. Mm-hmm. Here's what the conversation is going to be. Hey, Leroy, you think the Browns look sloppy and, and don't look all together because they haven't played football? Yep. This, that conversation's going to come throughout the whole league. Unless you got a veteran team, now we'll say this. The defense is a different story. Okay? Those guys have been together. Those guys know what's up. But the offense with all the new moving parts, you know, you 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 got you got to get some action. You 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 have to. I didn't always like it. I didn't always like playing in the preseason, but I knew after I got tackled a couple of times, you know, after I got you know you you got to burn off. You, you look. I don't care how much you work out in the summer. That first week of camp is hell. Your legs are so sore, right? And you got to fight through that. That's part of camp. If you never go through that, guess when you go through it? Week two. Right. So there's a certain process 
to getting ready for football that you need to go through. Now, me personally, I only know one way. And that was the way that I did it. Mm-hmm. But I do know this. That soreness comes to everybody during camp. I don't care how much you run. I don't care how much you prepare in the offseason. After like day three or four, everybody looking for that ice tub because your legs are dead. And you got to fight through it. So you spend the next couple of weeks, preseason games, getting your mind right, your, your, your game prep and all that, fighting through it. So you're ready at the start of the season. The last few years with everybody sitting out all of training camp. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. All the, everybody starts off slow, right? We, we, we see, well, how many times have we said, uh oh, Aaron Rodgers, <laughs> this is it for Aaron Rodgers, this is it. Yeah, this yeah. is it. And he say, relax. Yeah, because you ain't playing no football all year, and now you're trying to fix it during the season. Well, he's also a D bag. We would admit that, right? <laughs> hey. Let me explain something to you. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to say this. And I'm going to say this with all sincerity. You can call him what you want. But if Aaron Rodgers was showing up at your door to play for your team, you're going to give him his flowers. Oh, yeah. I'll give him his flowers. And I'll okay. Hey, I don't. I'll, hey. Big he, boy. He never gets hey. criticized. for He chokes in the hey. playoffs every year, and he never hey. gets criticized. Hey. Yeah. Let's put on our big boy pants, bull. I got my Here big boy go. pants on. I no, I said big boy pants, not big pants. All right. <laughs> Here's we go. Just because I work with you, yeah, don't mean we have to get along. No, I know. I'm a pro. I'm a pro. And if I see somebody come through that door that's gonna help me reach my goals, yeah. You best believe I'm all in. But to be fair, Aaron Rodgers hasn't done squat in the playoffs for the last since he he won the Super Bowl a decade ago. Hasn't hey. done squat, and he never gets killed for it, would you which take, is ridiculous. Would you take him? Of course, I'd take him. <laughs> <laughs> Here, did I say he was a bad quarterback? Russell Wilson's the same guy. He won a Super Bowl ten years ago. Did I say he was a bad quarterback? I'm just saying Patrick Here's... Mahomes got destroyed last year, and he's barely been in the league, been to the AFC Championship every year. Mahomes. Aaron Rodgers lost to the Niners at home in terrible weather. Didn't do anything in that game. A a point being against a schlub and Jimmy Garoppolo. Someone told me yesterday. A point point got blocked. Don't bring that up. He's on a roll. (laughs) (laughs) Did did Aaron Rodgers do anything in that game? The point got blocked though. Did he do anything in that game? It was a block punt. They didn't do anything. For a touchdown. touchdown. In a a, a snowy game. If you don't know something. That is a momentum killer. Like, that takes all the hey, energy hey, out of the way. So. Aaron Rodgers chokes Bull, the let's playoffs be clear. Here. Bill, you, 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 so boy, you know, yeah. uh, San Francisco got 11 guys on that field, too. Yeah, but they're on the quarterback. Why sound like it's only Aaron Rodgers? No, I know that. They played well. Here. But if he's a star quarterback, which he is, doesn't he have to play better? 
Can I ask you a question? Please. And, and, and here's what kills me about sports. Yeah. Do we think differently of Bill Parcells if Scott Norwood yeah, exactly. makes a kick? Wow. Exactly. From facts. Because that's one. That means he has one Super Bowl and he's the same as Brian Billick. Yep, you're right. Wow. That's a good point. So, a lot of other things going so on, on a field except for what what's going on a quarterback. You can be great. Aaron Rodgers is great. I don't disagree. Now, here's what the problem is. Here's what the problem is sometimes with Aaron Rodgers. You got to put it on you. Stop looking around. That's right. You always blame someone and, else. And so, from that standpoint, I have one play burned in my mind about Aaron Rodgers last year. Mm-hmm. It was third or fourth down. He rolls out. Could've There's nobody him. between him and the end zone, and he threw the ball instead of running. That was two years ago, but I know yeah, exactly. Yep. That was two about. years ago? Yeah, two that years ago. That is last year. It was yeah. Tampa Bay. Yeah. And a lot of fans can't forget that. And I was like, that. I can't what? Because it was sad. It's like, unexplainable. At the end of the day, it's fourth and inches at, at, at worst case scenario, even if he didn't get it. And he decided to pass. Right. It was, it was terrible. Right. Leroy, Leroy, was you a big fan of the salt, like smelling salt when you played? <laughs> um, I was. Not, not, <laughs> not really. Like, it, it's a, you know what it is? It's a football thing, right? Even as a, as a little kid, it was like, ooh, smell the <laughs> Let's go. It's supposed to get you fired. Ah! It smell the salt. No, it right? does do that. It I does do I, that. I, I want to give, no, I wanna give dude, y'all a dude, disclaimer at home. First of all, if, if anybody is watching this at home, the salt. there's a difference between iodized salt, <laughs> bath salt, and the salt they talk this about. This is like pneumonia we're talking about. Hey, first of all, it, it's ammonia. Okay. It's it ammonia. Yeah. And look, here's what you do. It's a little tube. Yeah. Right? With some, with some cloth around it. Yeah. And then you break it, and then you sniff it. It's like, Ooh. ah! Right? Ooh. Look, I now, get I it. I, I don't want to be demonetized, so... I don't know if they're actually talking about breaking anything and sniffing stuff. I would not try that. At, yeah, we just can we get some Deshaun Watson stats at the bottom? So, <laughs> You've done smelling salts though. Hey, but, uh, but, but, but you know what? No, you hit ah, the salt. No, hey, it clears your face. I, I mean, it attacks your face. You, well, I use hey, strips. I, hey, the the strips. Yeah, that's just as effective. You think you go open up your nose and get more air? I got a big nose. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Me too. Smelling like, but you think? <laughs> you think? Hold nose. on. Hold on. Look at my nose. Go from cheek to cheek. You ain't got no black. big nose. What are you talking about? Look right? at this nose. Look at that nose. You think? You think I could put a little piece of tape on my <laughs> nose that's gonna open things up? <laughs> when I'm when I'm tired, I'm breathing out everything. <laughs> <laughs> I'm breathing out of everything. Leroy, you look good. Leroy I there saw ain't it. no way. Leroy, out of the out of the running back rooms with the Browns, obviously only three of them makes the team. So who's the who you think is the odd man out? Three. Um, I would say this. Um, there is a way they could keep more. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. So you're gonna keep and, five because they gotta why. keep the fullback too. I'm moving Felton the wide receiver. Here, here's why. What you mean? That's because yeah. those are also your special teams guys. Yep. Yep. Still no. five, Johnson right? Four. I had, I had in my running back room in, Ford. um, in Minnesota. Stanton. We had six oh. guys, and only three played. Right. 
Everybody else was special teams. Um, when I was in Cleveland, everybody in the room played. Except for we had uh, we had um, Randy Baldwin and a couple other guys that were special teams guys. They were turn guys. But for the most part, um, you're talking about if you look at who's who's a what's a position they keep extra guys. <laughs> it's linebacker. It's um, running back. And you may keep either an extra receiver or extra DB because those are your special teams guys also. Right. And so it always, any guy that comes into the league, I would say uh, play a little special teams. You never know. Because sometimes the numbers just don't add up. And you got to be able to do something else. Hey, Leroy. They'll keep all four of these guys. Yeah, I agree. Definitely, definitely. I agree. Five with Felton, too. If no, they no, get rid of one I think of them, Felton's going to watch Stan, the team. Stanton is a fullback, and they got to keep him. Stanton's out of here. He got to have to keep him. Why? 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 So, so we don't run a formation no more? No, no. How many teams Why? carry fullbacks? No, Not many. Wow, y'all. Hey. No, there's only one hey. or two. That's true. Listen. We run the ball here, you, though. You don't You don't need a fullback. A lot of times, they use a tight end. A lot of times, they use a tight end. So, so you're going to hold a guy. Wait, you know what the great thing about football is? Here's where everybody's trying to get. Everybody's trying to get to versatility, right? So you can't have a guy on your team that does one thing. Right. You can't. Nobody does. If Unless you have a fullback, he's the long Charlie's snapper. the only guy that can. He <laughs> play all the special teams. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, so you have to be able to do multiple things because – Bill Belichick used to have a thing. He says, our roster's 53 guys. Well, we actually have 85 players because we have 30 of our guys that do a number of different things. Yeah. Being versatile is going to, it's the same thing about interior line, right? Usually you have a couple of guards, a couple of centers, but they all interchangeable. So if a center goes down, a guard can move over to center. Or if guard goes down, you can take your backup center and move him to guard. Hell, Bill all had those a wide inter- receiver play defensive back. Yeah. He had a linebacker yeah. play tight end. He did it all. Right. 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 So 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 be careful with, oh, we need a fullback. No, you need somebody to play that position. Not cutting the You don't necessarily need somebody a called the fullback. Yeah. And with Deshaun Watson, I wouldn't be surprised if they did more three, four wides. Because guess what that's going to do? That's, That's going to give Nick Chubb more room. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. going to give Nick Chubb more room. Hey, Leroy. Somebody got to make a decision. The, yeah. The, the Browns are uh, having joint practices with the Eagles this week. Right now, the Panthers uh-huh. are doing a joint practice with the Patriots. They actually had a big fight about an hour ago. We see these fights all the time. Baker Mayfield in the middle of it. A, do you like joint practices? Do you think it's a good idea? B, do you want your quarterback mixing it up because it makes him look tough? Or is it stupid because he's likely to get injured? What say you? Again, I go back to Mason Rudolph. Yeah. What? No matter how tough you try to look, you you are now if you're the quarterback and you get into something, your whole offense now has to go over, and that escalates the situation. Right. So as a quarterback, you get guys back. You don't get involved in it because you're not thinking about you. You're thinking about your whole team, your whole squad, and you don't want that to escalate. Uh, so, yeah, I, I would, I would say, I don't, 
I didn't look. Here's the people that fight. Okay, let's be clear. I'm gonna break it down. Yep, there we go. <laughs> Linebackers and tight ends, and defensive backs and wide receivers. Mm. Linebackers fight with tight ends because they ain't no officials at practice, so they be grabbing the hell out of them. And that's all you hear the whole practice. Stop grabbing me. Stop grabbing me. Mm-hmm. Next thing you know, they fight. Mm-hmm. DB's talking so much trash that eventually somebody just get mad and they just go at it. It's the other way around, Leroy, but I hear you. <laughs> <laughs> definitely, the wide, definitely the wide receivers. Wide receivers what? Talking to trash. You saying DB's don't talk trash? No, they do, but I'm saying that it, it, it escalates. We are reactive. You know, it's. You know, they come out here and make a couple of catches and, and then, you know, now the talk wait, starts, so now wait, we got to start, wait, you know. Hey, wait, you got a, a, a DB in the league that got a list in Jalen Ramsey. He making lists every Chad, year. Chad had a list. That's what are you true. talking Chad about? He started it. You're right. Chad did have the list first. Leroy, let me ask you this question. Um do y'all know the difference? Because I think, let me set this up. I think there's a couple people like this on this Browns team. Have you played with somebody or, or do people in the locker room know if a person done really earned his position or he just by default got the position due to some casualties? Maybe somebody I traded, maybe somebody they want to give him the money or maybe somebody done went down and you're like, Man, this guy's he running with the twos, but he really ain't no two or he running with the ones. You- and he ain't no one. Can y'all Dang. tell that? Because there's a couple dudes. I ain't gonna say no names right now, Donovan Peoples Jones. I ain't gonna say no names right now. But I, I mean, that's a default running with the team. They got him the number of two receiver for no reason. He earned that. Here, there, there's, there is a lot of situations and circumstances in which I don't even, I won't even call it. Don't deserve the job. I would say get opportunities. Mm. Okay, either through injury. Um, either through uh, somebody on the staff sees your upside. Um, only thing that we care about on the field is whether you producing or not. So if Donald Peter Jones goes out there and he start dropping balls, now the coach has a responsibility to the other 10 men on the field. And that's where the problem comes in. Right? Like you can be you can be supportive of your guy and see it through when he's struggling. But you also have a responsibility to the other guys on the field. And so you know those guys, but you don't think of it as he shouldn't be there. You think of it as he's there. We need him to do what he needs to do. Because it's all about winning. We ain't sitting back worrying about what your circumstances are, what your situation is, or why you there. But once you get there, now we're gonna hold you accountable. So that's kind of where that's kind of how that goes. Because I'll tell you like this. Every opportunity I ever got, I wasn't the first choice. Right? But guess what? Coach looked to his left, looked to his right. Wasn't no running backs. I was the only one there. (laughs) You know, I say, look, my second year in the league, I had like nine or ten receiving touchdowns. You know what they did? They had so much faith in me, they drafted Tommy Vardell as the ninth pick in the draft. That was crazy. Mm, That was stupid. I still can't believe that. So, So I'm thinking, oh, they must think I'm terrible. 
So I say, well, we'll see, right? Caesar starts. They go, they come to me. They want some money back, right? Had to give them some money back. I go play out the year. Tommy Verdell gets hurt. Old Bill Belichick got to look over to his right. Guess who's standing there? <laughs> I said, yes, sir. I'm ready. Let me get my mama piece. I'm ready. And guess what? Made the Pro Bowl. So all these situations that you see, it's up to the player to handle it. The team, it's their responsibility to hold you accountable, the veterans. So you know, based on what you see on the field, whether that guy should be there. But I'm not going to say, you know, a guy got his job this way or got his job that way. It don't matter. Man, there's some weird. Well, wait, you think you think they were real confident when Kirk Warner took over? Hell, Tom Brady for that matter. Right. Tom Brady right. was draft pick 199 and Drew Bledsoe right. was Right, but that, that's franchise. what I'm saying. So so you got you got to be careful with kind of using, you know, going that route. But I, I get what you're saying. Like, there are times, for example, that same year, the offensive line went to Bill and said, he needs to carry the ball more. And they were talking about me. So that's the opposite of what you're talking about. Right. Right? But I'm more than sure there's been some guys that the quarterbacks, you know, I'm more than sure that Aaron Rodgers has gone to his coach or Tom Brady and say, I can't, this guy don't know what he's doing. You got to get him out of here. Right. So it it, ha- it happens, man, but it's all about being accountable. If you get an opportunity, you go out there and play, and you contribute, we move on. Yeah, who cares it don't matter who you there. are. Just, it, it, what matters right, is what you exactly. do while you're there. Hey, Leroy, we've got to go. Thank you so much for joining us. Have a great rest of the week. We'll catch you next week, man. Go Bucks. Leroy Horde on the Ultimate Cleveland hey. Sports Show. <laughs> go Bucks. I'm thinking uh, I should sing some Bone Thugs on the way out. <laughs> <laughs> wake up, wake up. Wait. It's the first of the month. <laughs> 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 Peace, my man. Later. Uh, McNuggets just got my ear and told me that we have not one today, we have but two new two jingles. Submitted yes. jingles from like, like our boy it. Eddie is wow. back, and you're gonna notice Eddie got a haircut. He got a little bit of YouTube He's going shine. Big and time now. He now. went big. We also uh, shout out Devin Ribley for sending us in a roundstone one. We'll play that in a little bit. Uh, before we do what the internet's saying, and then we're gonna introduce a new game show here. Just want to let you guys know we got a follow up from two YouTube commenters. I want to mention they've been calling Leroy, you know, Charlemagne the God, is now Leroy the God. That I'm good with that. Been, been dubbed in the chat. Yeah. And also Noah. Because he's a preacher. He is yeah. a preacher, absolutely. And Noah also says, uh, I can't believe the UCSS crew actually reads all the comments. I'm sorry. I didn't think they actually did. I admit when I'm wrong. <laughs> so Noah, Please just know we're keeping you accountable. Section. We see it. We appreciate it. By the way, Leroy has the longest answers to questions. He does. The only person mm-hmm. in competition with him, if you've ever interviewed him, and I have, is Charles Davis. Huh. Interesting. I've had Charles Davis on for 15 minutes once. One I think question. I asked two questions. Yeah. Yeah, no, Leroy can talk. He can talk. <laughs> Leroy can talk. The <laughs> only one who talks more than Leroy, though, is the internet. And when the internet That's talks, true. it's brought to you by PCC yeah. Airfoils. That's our boys. Looking for a job with career advancement and great benefits? PCC Airfoils is a leading manufacturer That's in Northeast indeed. Ohio. All locations of PCC Airfoils in Eastlake, Mentor, Wycliffe, and Minerva are hiring for all positions starting at $18 and up. Plus, get full benefit packages, paid deal. time off, and a signing bonus. Apply online at precast.com slash careers to learn more. Take it away, Eddie. 
Start spreading the news. Perfect to a T. You know who I'm going with. It's PCC. <laughs> excellent. Excellent. By the way, Mike, did you say that was Elvis yesterday? His one yesterday. No, his other one was Elvis. Oh, the other one was Elvis. This is Frank Sinatra. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. Eddie's awesome. Very eclectic. You know, also Eddie, Eddie, spent some, Eddie spent some money on a haircut. <laughs> hey, them checks. Yeah, I like them, it. Them checks is coming in now. Yeah. <laughs> them royalty checks. And when we do top five in a sec, we have another jingle from Devin Ribley. Wow. Who sent in an, his own. Uh, Better his own than riff. Eddie's? We'll let everyone well, else we'll decide. decide. They're both good. Both great. Yeah. All right. But we have a game. We got a new game coming. we want to play Let's here, go. guys. Oh, so we talk about Deshaun Watson a lot. We have no. to. We do. So we, we decided as a group here, we wanted to give some other guys some shine. So we're going to play. We haven't decided that as a group at all. but No, the production yeah. team did yeah. because it's our choice here. And we're going to get to know some other Browns. And today, Great idea. we're going to get to know Ethan Pochich, the Browns' new center, who will be very close the, to Jacoby Is that Brissett. the proper pronunciation? Because I have no idea. I think it is. It is yeah. Pochich. I think okay. it is. So yeah. what we did is we created eight facts. <laughs> some are true, some are false. And we're going to see how well you guys know. Oh. Ethan Pochich. So this is Get to Know Ethan Pochich, True or False Edition. Oh, no. Are y'all ready to play? Let's yes. man. Steve, let's punch the music. Oh, man. Oh, Take game show music. Fact. My dream job after football yeah. is to be a TV analyst. True false. or false? false? True. They all want to do false. it. False. True? We're split 50-50. Steve, let's get to the reveal. It Told is false. You. Wow. I knew I shouldn't have listened to Jay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Don't He's terrible. Jay me. and Tyvis are 0-1-1-G <laughs> and both. What is, it, what is his dream job then? We don't know. We just made that up. Well, then how the hell do you know it's not to be a TV analyst? Because it wasn't on his 12 facts to know about him from the Seattle Seahawks website last year. There you go. That's not so well, what? That's not, but no, it's no, not false. No, no, I got clarification. His dream job is to become a strength and conditioning coach. Dang. Uh, oh, okay, now that, I can live with that. I was about to say. Just, because, it, just because they didn't say what his dream job was, you can't say That's what it was. That's his dream job? Yeah, a lot of guys want to do that. A lot coach? of guys study, study that. My God, college. dream higher, pal. Yeah. Go ahead. All right, number two. Yeah. Let's I take it, Steve. Jay. Whatever Jay says, the opposite. Yeah, My go the opposite. My favorite way. superhero is Batman. 100% true. False. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you a hit. One of you guys is right. <laughs> I, I figured. Uh, is, yeah, he looks like a bat. White guys like Batman. Yeah, I'll say true. Wow, the stereotypes are so bad here. That's what, what we do here. Can we stop with Survey that? Says, That's what we do here. It is true. Oh, yeah. my goodness. So Tyvis, Boom. the other three get I'm, a dub I'm here. doing bad. Let me, Ty, let me lock Ty, you. Hold shame on. on you. Let me lock <laughs> Stop it. Shame on you. You're going to answer this one first. All right, next one, Steve. Let's take it. My major in college was sports administration. False. I'm going to say false, too. I mean, I don't know how you go from sports ad to a strength and conditioning coach. G. This is very tough. What school did he go to? Can I get a LSU? I'm gonna say true. Oh, that's <laughs> actually a hundred percent true. Go I want to switch my Survey answer. Says? Wait, no. It is. Oh, I wanted to switch my answer. No, we, I wish I would have done that. There was information we did not have. I needed to know it. he went to LSU. I would have switched. We didn't have that information Jay, when we answered. Jay, it's all about it's all about probing. It's asking oh, questions. Man. Asking questions. Journalism. Three and zero. Three and zero. I'm learning. Impressive start for the I can't. I can't get on the G's three and zero. I can't get on the board. I have to tell you. I have to tell you. I, I'm this this whole thing is rigged. <laughs> you told us who the player was going to be. 
You think for one damn second Bull didn't go read this guy's bio? Never. I did not read I mean, his bio. Why would you tell us the player that what? you're going to ask us about? I did not look at his bio. I do not cheat. I would never. I've never. So you're just in my lucky. Life. Lucky guesses. No, I just wait a minute. What's that? What's that dude off of life that was the baseball dude? Can't get right. That's yeah. me right yeah. now. I, can't, I just can't get right. I, I would never have Come on with the next one. <laughs> no cheating. Right. I don't believe I gotta cheating. I got to lock in. Be quiet. We got, we got five more. We got I five more. I got to lock in. Let's Let's go. Go. Let's go. Eight total. This is yeah. number four. Okay. This is about to be bigger than Let's Michael Jordan's comeback. I was recruited to LSU to play tight end. Tight that's true. Dallas ain't true, I'm saying true also. That's I would true. definitely say true. Yeah, you guys have dropped the ball on this one. That's false. Bull does not miss. This man does not miss. That is false. Dang. He's, He's either stupid lucky or he read his bio. One or the other. Yeah, I mean, so we're taking 50 neither 50 is shots. True. Bull's 4 0. It's 4 0. But there's no way he can know I that. So just, it's a guess. Just go opposite it's of a, me. It's an educated <laughs> guess. You guys are rushing into your decision. This is a lot. <laughs> let Bull go first. I'm with whatever, whatever Bull says. There's a, there's this is what I'm saying. There's some, there's some irregularities out there's here. There's no irregularities. It's some regularity. I'm a man of my word. I never cheat. Are I don't these, believe in cheating. I don't believe in Are these voting machines like No, I don't believe in cheating. Internet. I think you're lucky. <laughs> are these voting it's machines I mean, to somewhat, the internet, It doesn't matter because okay. whatever he says from now on, I'm Bull is putting his paycheck on this answer. Let's I, see what happens. I, I, I know <laughs> it's because I think I know Mike well, and that felt to me like a question he would make up because he would think that because the way he looks, he's not that big an offensive lineman that we would buy that he would – and, and McNuggets, don't you certify this election? Yeah, don't Go you ahead. certify that? <laughs> Next one. I don't even need to this speak is a tough no one. more. Number five. Let's take it, Steve. If any actor can play me in a movie, it'd be Vince Vaughn. That's true. And oh, this false, man. <laughs> false, bro. I'm just gonna say false because Bull said true. Yeah, are. He's got to miss. I don't have to say anything. I'm with Bull for the rest of the thing. <laughs> Riding Bull's coattails. Yeah. Yes. Bull's right. I'm on the board. I'm on the board. I'm on the board. Yes. Yes. I cannot be stopped. I'm on the board. Accurately predicting a head, uh, a flip of a coin five times in a row. It's well, amazing. It's, it's, and that one, I felt like with the other four, there was some educated guess to it. That one, I will admit, was a total guess. Yeah, I mean, but I said it confidently. have to be. This next one's tough, too. These two are the back-to-back, the two toughest. Let's take it, Steve. My favorite off-season activity is deer hunting. False. <laughs> True. <laughs> That's actually interesting, because I can see either way. False. Both, now, both thinking white yeah. guys do deer yeah, hunting. Like stereotypes, and right? And he is white. Yes, he is. I know that crossed his mind. I know that crossed his mind. That did cross my mind. And he's from LSU. Yep. And guys <laughs> love to hunt. And Southern <laughs> white guys are generally trashy, so they hunt. Wow. Uh, <laughs> Generally trashy. Wow. Oh my God! I'm I apologize. So I apologize. I'm, I'm, I'm a white guy. I can say I that. Apologize. You can't say I apologize. I can't. You're not a southern white guy. Not in 2022. You I apologize for all uh, southern white men. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Uh, but I can also see Mike getting in my brain and thinking that I would think that he would do it. I'm gonna say true. Drum roll, please. Wait a minute. Wait, wait. Wait, wait. Can I switch? <laughs> can I? Where are you going, Tyvis? I'm for this one time. I'm going to go false. And Tyvis makes the right decision. Oh, my God. Oh, my, so perfect game. my God. My perfect game ends. Oh, no. Don't text this in the group chat about the raised pitcher who had the perfect game in the ninth. And he, and then and he jinxed, jinxed it immediately. It. Blew it. <laughs> but jinxes don't uh, count. There's no such thing as true. He doesn't believe in jinxes. Like, that is true. 
that's like, you know, it was too stereotypical. Was <laughs> that's like, what I'm saying. I, I knew it. Too I knew it. Like, I should have listened to my layup. You should have. Hey, yo, right, let's fly through the last two, and then we'll talk about okay. Guardians here. All right. Number seven. My favorite food is pizza. That's false. I mean, that's a safe He's bet. from the South. What would he know about pizza? He likes gumbo, right? He's a white guy from the South. <laughs> like yeah. I ain't saying nothing. Nobody, nobody from the South knows anything about pizza. Uh, I'm going to say this is this is, this is is false. He probably like a good steak or something. Burger, right? He seems like an all-American dude. <laughs> I'm, going, I'm going true. I'll go false, man. I'm trying to miss I'm everyone. A, I'm around with like, I'm I'm Jay. It, it is false, but Jay, his favorite food is gumbo. <laughs> it is gumbo. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> now that's funny. Oh, All right, we got one more. We got one more. Let's end on a high note. Let's go. All right, I'm slowly, slowly but surely, I'm, I'm going to answer, answer this for myself. Ethan Pochich's favorite TV show is The Simpsons. False. He looked like a family guy type of guy. No, he looked like an American guy type of guy. No, he looks like a... He's a, he looks like a king of the hill type of guy. Okay. Well, you got to come up with a cartoon now. I'm definitely saying that's false. Um, but I, I, I think that he is a, uh, let's see, he's from the South. Big, white, gumbo. He looked like Peter Griffin. I'd say, you know what? I think family guy, too. I, I'm saying false on that one. Yeah. American dad. Uh, I can't believe I said we wanted to go on a high note. Y'all all went false. You're all dead wrong. Uh, it is true. He is a wow. Simpsons guy. I still won, though. Six and Both two. still won six and but two. What, though, I think what's cool about this is I do feel like I know this guy now. I'm not sure he's going to be on the team when the season starts. He, oh, he but, will be 100%. Well, I'm I'm definitely be the unless J.C. Tredder gets called. Well, he's still gonna be on the team. Yeah, you gotta have you gotta have a guy with some veteran experience. This guy did start in Seattle. Yeah. Well, I don't think they're gonna. That's sign all Treader. we got. I don't need. I'm, I'm afraid they're I not going to. I had a few people at camp telling me yesterday that yeah. Stefanski hates Treader. Yeah. It, oh, it, really? It's, wow. It's not a, it, I've heard that uh, it's not a good look for the streets no. for Treader. <laughs> yeah. No. Mm, that's yeah. too bad. Well, that's yeah. getting to know Ethan Pochich. We'll do that a couple more times <laughs> throughout the now. year. We know. We feel like we know him a little better. Yeah. Uh, congratulations, Bull. And before we get to the Guardians, I just oh, want to. Oh wait, he gets a prize, doesn't he? Yeah, give him a hat. I give him a hat. Yeah. Cam McKinley, uh, 1997 before national it's, championships. It's, yeah. This is actually pretty oh, cool, no. though. Before we get to the <laughs> Guardians, <laughs> no, he looks like a cartoon character. <laughs> he looks like Rudy Gazzuti. Google it, kids. Rudy Gazzuti. Yeah. You look like you got to have oh a chaperone after nine. <laughs> oh, my God. Let me find, let's see if I can find out a picture of Rudy Gazzuti. Well, while Jay's looking at the picture, Steve, pull up the tag board. I just want to mention this real quick before we talk about how the Guardians may or may not have had some beef with the uh, umpires last night. In Cleveland today, they announced the transformation of a new field in honor of Jose Ramirez. Jose helped generate uh, – Help donate to this project. That's so great. shout out to Jose Ramirez and the Guardians for helping turn good job uh, a field in Tremont, Tremont, excuse me, into a new baseball park, which is nice. cool. So always shout out to the Guardians. They're they're really on top of the community service. And we appreciate them. We do. I like that. And we appreciate we appreciate Jose uh, making the community better. Inner city baseball is is, is on the, is on the rise. And, coming and, back. And by the way, since we gonna get to the Guardians, I you know the Guardians, you you owe these two gentlemen something here. These two gentlemen be putting the cape on for y'all. They be waving the banner for y'all every right. single day. They talk about you. They keep you in the news. You can't even turn My your podcast. radio station on without with, with anybody hearing Guardians talk. They they fight for Guardians space in this rundown every single day. They trust me. We be in the pre pre-show meetings <laughs> and they be fighting for it. So I got to give them credit. So what you guys need to do because I said something about it and I reciprocate. You need to reciprocate this. I need them when, when they gonna throw out the first pitch when can when, yeah, when can right. that happen 
I mean, I have never been asked to throw out the first pitch. Wow, wow, have, have, in man, part because on. I'd I'd hurt the catcher's hand. See, look, they want to bring these dudes in wow. there that like you know skip it into home plate. Wow. Look, can't throw. Did you, did you, did you, did you ever yeah, see my look, first hey, pitch? Hey, I did was, see your first pitch. Look, bro. It wasn't is, great. Aaron Judge. If Aaron did you Judge was played at least, I did. And if oh. Aaron Judge was bad, this is strike. You that would be a big. Man, no, it's not. Bad. It's a home run. It was just a feet. bit high. This is why that would be a big. I think you. I think that would be a big accomplishment. You would have loved to do that, wouldn't you? I have first thrown pitch. out first pitches. Awesome. I just. Yeah. I haven't done it for my team. Yeah, look, see. Mm. I, hey, I, hey, make I, it happen. I threw out. AJ, it's twelve forty-five. We'll, we'll find that picture. We'll tweet it out later. Right. Let's talk a little garden. We gotta. Tag, we yeah. gotta get into what happened last night. See, let's take the tag board before we get into anything else. This was my favorite meme out of what came from last night. G. Bush, did you hear Austin Hedges? If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Comments following the game. Oh this this just had me cracking up. <laughs> Is that Anthony? Oh, next time. Can we get a tight <laughs> shot of Can we get a get tight Anthony shot of Anthony, Anthony right now making that same face? <laughs> hey, let me see. Turn to the side so a little get, bit. Get a tight shot of Anthony making that same face. And then, Steve, if you can, th- these guys are separated at birth. Hey. Okay, he looks like psycho right there. <laughs> No, you're not nearly angry enough. Get, you got to turn to the side a little bit. You got yeah, yeah, get to that the angle. side and make your eyes as big as cr- and crazy as you can. <laughs> it's not bad. It does. It is, hey, bad. it's close. It is close. It is very close. And <laughs> hey, you kind of do, bro. Like, he really he, does he, look like Austin Hedges. That's crazy. He Man. looks like Austin Hedges if Austin Hedges can hit. Would be <laughs> Anthony. Petty, to, to Austin's Petty. credit, he has he has Petty. got hot. He's, yeah, he's starting hitting a lot better than about buck eighty five. Just, right I'm now. just saying, every time Bulls say something like he false, I say something every day, and he gets like, I, I find it funny when people tweet every time he gets a hit, like as if I thought he was going to go zero for five hundred this. I know season. I have people you, tweeting you, me. You make it sound Bulls like that. boy just got a hit. I'm Good like, for him. <laughs> I'm, don't tell me about it. Tell I want him to get hits. I'd love him to get more hits. I, I would too. I got nothing against the guy personally. I like a he's going. a good catcher. I gotta say, I love. If you didn't see his rant. Go look it up, MLB.com or whatever. He was pissed after the game. I don't blame him. Well, let's tell him why he was pissed. Well, he was pissed through two controversial things. In the first inning, uh, Tigers top of the first. Tigers two out, nobody on. Javi Baez walks. Steals second. And then, uh, was it Ramirez, I think? Hit a ground ball. Harold Ramirez. Yes. I think it was. It hit, hit the ground bag. ball. The middle hits the bag. Freeman makes a nice play to grab it. Makes a great throw home. He does. They get Baez at the plate. They go to New York for the stupid rule about not blocking the plate. They overturn the call. Mikey, now, can we? Get, do you have a picture? Here's here's the actual still freeze yeah. frame of when the ball is in Edge's glove. Yeah. And Baez is already into his slide. Now I watched this. I went back and forth on the video a number of times. I did too. First of all, where he's in this position here, there is a path to the plate. And what people always forget is the rule is co- a little confusing. But it does say you can block the plate once you have the ball. And, and his knee his did not come down. His knee started to come down as the ball was going to be caught. 
as it hit the ground, he caught the ball. Well, he did it textbook. And he was out by a mile. Yes, the ball beats the runner, no question. Maybe if it was a bang-bang play, I could understand an overturn. Maybe. But he was he was out by a mile. There's no reason to overturn that call. That was no. stupid. Now, the only thing I don't like what Hedges said, he went on and on, defended his teammates, <coughs> bumped up the team. Don't say it cost you the game. Because that didn't force Zach Plesak to give up a two-run homer to some rookie who's barely been in the big leagues. Right. Oh, whose name is escaping Carpenter. me right now. Carpenter, thank you. Uh, you know, you got to get out of the inning. Get out of the inning. It's right. one run, and maybe it's a different game. They lost the game. In the ninth inning, when they had the runner a third, by the way, did you like the Hedges bunt sack So, bunt? I was, I actually had formulated a text to you. Yeah. <laughs> and I was going to wait to send it until they scored the run. So, yeah. I was going to say, see, Bull, they sacrifice bunt. Yeah. They get the tying run. They didn't finish the deal. They couldn't get the ball out of the infield with right. one out. Right. I love the well, idea for Hedges to drop a bunt. And because you know he can't hit. Because he can't hit. Right. Wow. The only problem, though, is Whoa. Miles Straw can't hit either. <laughs> Whoa. Yes, I know But you can. only need a sack fly in that situation. Right. It's you unfortunate need... that Quan wasn't up with one out. And I know some, I said that earlier, and somebody was like, well, he hit a ground ball, it wouldn't have mattered. Quan would have come up with a – if he's on – if Quan's up in the runner third, two outs, yeah, he's looking to get the ball to the outfield. Yeah, different scenario I, I would have let Hedges swing for the fences. He's shown time and time no, again clutch, no. how clutch he so is. I, I'm glad that I, I can't believe yesterday we actually had an argument about right. when you should bunt and right. when you don't. Yeah. And there we were, and I'm watching the game, and I'm like, he's got to square. I didn't he's hate got it. to square. I didn't hate it in that situation now, because he's a if poor it's hitter. anybody but Hedges, if, you're, if your batting average is not 200, then the analytics tell you you do have a better chance with I would have I would have been okay with that with Hedges and certainly I would have been in the same situation with Straw and Quan coming up next right. is when I really would have done it. You know what surprised me was how good a bunt Hedges put down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's clearly Well, he better be able to bunt. That's exactly hit. right. But then Straw strikes out on a pitch that was originally called a foul ball. On replay it was clearly an out. He did the catch the right call the ball. eventually was Yeah, made. but Francona went nuts, which I get it. It was about the first inning that he was going nuts. Okay, though. yeah, and also here's another thing that yeah. I think why he went nuts. The umpire changed his call. So the umpire right. originally rules that the ball which was foul tipped hit the ground before the catcher caught it. Mm -hmm. So he called it a foul tip. Then he does the right thing. He looks at the baseball, okay, because mm -hmm. there's dirt on it. Then he also brings the umpires together. <clears throat> They're the only guys that had the good view. When you're the home plate umpire, you're going off sound. Are there? Do you hear right. two sounds? Right. Do you hear the ball hit the bat and the ball hit the ground? The umpire said, I did hear the ball hit the ground, but it hit the ground with the catcher's glove underneath it. Right, right, right. right. And then what I didn't like in the post-game pool answer from the umpire, the umpire actually said, well, the catcher did say that he caught the ball. Oh, that shouldn't matter. What, what the hell difference does that, that make? Uh, he said that? Of course that's what he's going to say. Comments, and I'm like, I'm with everything except for that. But by, by the way, this guy, first of all, had no... I mean, he made the right call. New York overturned him. Right. On the, on the, on the play at home plate. Yes. But I just thought that things came off the rails after that. So... Terry comes out to argue after they changed the call. Right. Terry was arguing. He he thought that something else happened. Terry was – and at that point, he said, I didn't care. I was more upset right. about what happened in the first inning. Sure. Mm -hmm. Terry Francona never gets ejected. Very, very rarely will he get ejected. Right. He knew he had to get ejected in that situation because the fans that are watching this right. game, it wasn't just the play in the first inning. On the play at second base where they called the base runner out, Quan uh, I think, stole second base. Right, right. He was safe. Yeah. I did not see definitive evidence that he was out. I just didn't. Yeah. I, I thought he I thought he was safe, too. And they, they blew yeah. that call. 
And Matt Underwood immediately said, I'll never understand this. And as I'm watching it, I actually told my son, who's in from New York, I said, watch, they're going to get this wrong. Because those are the plays (laughs) they always get wrong. I don't understand. To me, they do, they screw this up in football too. The point of replay to me was not to break it down. It was to get the obvious mistakes wrong, right. Absolutely. The obvious mistakes. Right. If I have to look at it for more than 15 seconds, then I'm moving, as as G. Bush would say, keep it moving, yes. move, let's move. go. Right. I don't, that's, to me, why we wanted replay is because we'd see a controversial play in a game that was so wrong. Mm-hmm. You'd be like, oh my and, God, and, and it's not way, to well, break it down frame way, by frame. The way that the game played out. Yeah. Rosario, who was the next hitter, who was hitting during when when, when Quan got thrown out, right. leads off the next inning with a triple. Mm. Right, exactly. And you never Run, know what would have happened. You don't but know. Yeah, you but don't yeah. know. But, I mean, if the game plays out, right. then uh, the the Guardians, I, I just felt like yesterday was one of the ugliest they losses. Got, of the it was season. a snake bit loss. It was tough to lose. Especially the Tigers. I don't believe, I, don't, I, I, I can sympathize with people who say that, that play cost you the game, right? When you playing at the highest levels and you playing at the comp- most competitive level where there's not that much of a difference between you and a bad player or you and a great player, mm-hmm. hell yeah, one play can lose you the game. Yeah, I, 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 yeah. I, I, but I, I know what Bull's saying. It's, it is a bad look when you say it cost us the game. Right. Now, that run was pivotal for a lot of reasons. One, it shouldn't have been a run. Facts, and they correct. lost by one run. Yes. Right. Secondly... <laughs> The next hitter hit a home run. Right. So even if he would have let off the next inning with a home run, it's still the difference of one run bowl. Yep. True, but, but, but you never know how look. the game would have it, gone it, it's from there. It's something that a loser does after I, a game yeah, say, like otherwise we would have won the game. You uh, had opportunities to make up for right. that. And you're and playing you the Tigers. I agree with that, Jay. I'll always remember this. In the 2018 finals, LeBron gets 50 like 12, 11. He's played against the greatest team of all time. Whoa, he comes down. He played against question, the, the Bulls. And questionable. Rockies? Yeah, but I said no, no. He's playing against the, the <laughs> 18 right. Warriors. Questionable. Yeah. He, he goes to the he goes to the rack, and they he gets an and one, and they they wave it off. <laughs> they they not only wave it off, they, they call a charge. Charged. I remember that. Yeah, and, I remember that. And, and this is like seconds to go. It, yeah, right. It, it was on Kevin Durant. They would have been at the other line shooting free throws. A, they overturned the play, give the ball back to the Warriors, and people are like, well, you know, J.R. Smith, people remember because J.R. Smith got the ball and didn't shoot it. Right. Right. But at the end of the day, that was the game. It was over. No, right. no, 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 no. The game was over with if, if George Hill hits those two free throws. Right. Ultimately, that, that happened too. That happened too. <laughs> that happened too. <laughs> but but to, to G. Bush's point, see, that's why it's so hard to say, well, otherwise we win the game. Unless, unless it's the last, it's the last, last play of, of the game. game. Because you never know how yeah. it's going to turn out. And when I remember a couple of years ago, when Baker, uh, when the Browns played the Seahawks and lost the game, and there were some bad calls that went against the Browns, and Baker blamed the refs, and I didn't like it. I just think, I just think it distracts you when you're so you can't worry about the refs, right? No. Uh, Callie Branson, Bronson was on with us earlier. She said, "Hey, we're going to control what we can control. That's it. Yeah, you no, can't worry. Is, you know, it sucks when there's a bad call against what's you. It hedge, sucks, what's but. Hedges' fine going to be? Uh, Twenty five. Ten thousand. Twenty five thousand. Yeah, I, I, I do. Even though I don't like that one part, I do. You know, I know people feel like I pick on Hedges. I, you know, mm. I don't mean. I, I don't think he's a, he's a major league player. He deserves to be a major. I just he's don't think he's good enough. Beloved by his hitter. teammates. By he's the way, he's a great teammate, great and I'm sure his teammates guy. love that. 
Major kudos to him. He's an excellent defensive player. They ultimately didn't trade at that position because they like how he manages the pitching staff. I get it. I just think, you know, his offensive game just kills him at times. But but, but he, you know, listen, I, I don't... I, what would he be fine? You, you want to guess? Uh... Be, I think it's going to be more than that. 25. Yeah. I think it's he don't make a lot of money. Well, he well, does. $4 million. He does, I guess. He's around $4 million. 25. Four million. 25 It'll probably be 25 what? And you know what? I bet his teammates offer to kick in. If, if you got fined for doing something. Because they loved what he said. If you got fined for doing no something doubt. in the league, I always wondered this. Would, your wife, say, would, your, would your wife say something to you? Yes. Like, if you, if you got fined for, like, that's saying a, something. Did that's you not find that? Yeah. Don't make me cuz. No, I no, no. I was an undrafted guy. Yeah, you so know, so Richard Sherman had picked it up. If oh, he got he got into a full fight. No, no, would he have picked up your fight? Oh, yeah. The coaches said that if you if it was something that uh they agree with, they pay the fine. Oh, okay. Okay. That's crazy. Uh I think though the takeaway from that is yeah. it's what they what they do today. And my hope is that Terry getting thrown out put a fire under the team. Had just comments after the game, put a fire under the team. Yeah. And also, the players know that these were all three bad calls. Two of yeah. them were bad calls. I hope that they come out today, beat the pants off the Tigers. They should. And they and, need to. And, and you can't they absolutely to have Tigers. to win today. Yeah. We're going to they're, to... Game, they're a game up now yeah. in, we, in, we, in, we, in the Central. We got to get close. Squeeze top five. Squeeze it. Squeeze it in. Squeeze that top, top five, five in. We got to top five and final takes. As always, Ultimate Five is sponsored by Roundstone Insurance. Roundstone offers a better alternative for affordable quality health care. For more than a decade, Roundstone Insurance mm-hmm. has been saving small and mid-sized businesses money, an average of 20%. Yeah, 20%. Contact mm-hmm. us today to learn how you can get great health care benefits that your employees will love and save money, too. And here's Devin Ribley with a new jingle. Pick me up to go to Roundstone. Health insurance is their pride and joy, yo. Wake me up to go to Roundstone. Get those savings tonight. That's, 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 that's Eddie without the sunglasses. That that, that, that's Eddie without the sunglasses. Oh, that's, yeah. Isn't that the same guy? Nope. Nice that's, job. That's damn good. That's damn good. They it's, look great. They look like, like cousins. <laughs> They're cousins. It's Eddie without the sunglasses. <laughs> Isn't that the same guy? No. Not, it's Eddie's, Eddie's a little bit of a bigger dude, cousins. I think. I mean, they both have the ginger no beard. Guys, love it. Very similar. Keep, Keep them coming. Keep them coming from everybody. I love yeah. it. Hey, that was dope. That was, that was good. That was really good. That was good. They're really both good. good. Both can sing. Uh, we yeah. got They're 11 brothers. minutes. Yeah, they, they gotta be. We're going to do top five super quick and then final takes. We're going to run through it. Yeah. Okay. We knew today as a pack show, so we did a top five we could run through quickly. The five best flavors of ice cream. So let's just Five best it. flavors of it ice cream. better be caramel fudge brownie from Number uh, five, Michigan. Neapolitan. Let's knock out all the basics in one. Just yeah. knock it out. Uh-huh. And this was you a could collective. argue it's three flavors, but it is one. This it was is a collective, a by the way, a collective uh, production okay. top five here today. All right, Steve, let's go right to number four here. It's the Earl oh, Special. Ooh, the oh, butter, butter pecan. Oh, that's for old people. I, I love, <laughs> like I said, I love butter pecan. I, that's for old people. All my aunts that's over the 70 years old, <laughs> give, me, give me that butter pecan. Butter pecan, butter pecan. <laughs> nuts and ice it cream. It is good, though. Butter pecan. Inappropriate nuts and ice cream. Go ahead. All right, let's go on to number three here. <laughs> I love Bulls rules. Got it. So cookies and cream. Oh, that's a good one. It should have been, 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 been one. That's a good one. I'm, very, I'm hey. very interested in You'll never one have is. order regret. Never. If you go that's a, so if that's you're on the fence, go cookies and cream. <laughs> every time. By the way, top five now, I'm going to get Mitchell's on the way home. No doubt. I might stop by there myself. Number two, let's go to it. 
Chocolate peanut butter. Nah. The single greatest dessert that. combo. I don't, don't like peanut butter. That's I, a, don't, I don't like peanut that, butter ice cream. That's a niche market right here. That's a niche. <laughs> that's a niche market. <laughs> hey, we, did, we all voted on this, and like we poop. made a collective top. I don't know about that one. I like chocolate and peanut butter, but I take cookies and cream over there for sure. No doubt. First of all, can we take one more shot of that, of number two? Yeah, the number two. You guys ever been to a parade? Yeah. Sure. Yeah, you know when horses are walking down. Oh, that looks like, that's that's looks like poop. Go. That yeah. <laughs> Does look like poop. Yeah. Listen, we're under a time crunch. Let's keep the poop comments to ourselves. All right. Number one, this was actually unanimous the between poop. the three of us. The number one ice cream flavor. Oh, unquestionably. Cookie dough. Or, or there's one about like some sort of cake batter. Yeah, the cake oh, batter yeah. one is off. But yeah. cake batter is hit or miss. Like yeah. Mitchell's cake batter, yes. Elite. You buy it at the store from like an off-brand. Yeah, oh, that's that's any ice cream. Mitchell's I, Elite, I, everything else. I'd flip Uncle. two and three with with it. it just depends on the day. Cookie dough's fine. What are you gonna order today? Oh, definitely cookies and cream. Yeah. Okay. Good. On a waffle we got cone. The, then we got it right. Mitchell's had chocolate chip in July, and they only had it for July. And I thought it was the best flavor they've ever had. I don't know why they Wait, only have it in July. I thought chocolate chip was a mainstay. Everywhere. I thought so I thought too, so but it's not. <laughs> they have double chocolate chunk, yeah. which huh. is but moose tracks. I like I don't like the, you don't like the caramel fudge brownie. I don't. I'm weird. I don't like caramel. I don't like peanut butter. And don't put nuts Period. in his ice cream. And don't put nuts in my ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> Keep your nuts to yourself, will you? <laughs> All right, let's do chill. final takes. Here Jay. we go. Jay, do you want to start today? You got you got cut off twice in a row. Yeah, now. go ahead, Jay. Uh, start us off. Yeah, yeah I, I will. We kind of talked about it. It was uh, my final take yesterday was going to be on analytics and baseball and how much I hate it. I, I just think that, and and before anybody that's a seam head kills me that well that's seam where the head. game is. I understand that's what's happened to baseball and it's not going away. I just think that sabermetrics is a great tool for telling you what's already happened. It's a great way of seeing the past. I don't think it's they're good and necessarily the best way to predict what's going to happen in the future. So a guy hits 282 with 18 home runs and 59 RBI. He'll never do that again in his career. And in, in all likelihood, he'll never be close to all three of those metrics. And if you just go solely off numbers, I, I pulled some numbers off. Zach, please, Zach, just because he pitched last night. And honestly, when I watch Zach, he's not a bad pitcher. His stuff looks the same this year to me as it did last year. But here's where <laughs> numbers can screw you up. He's 2-11 and 11 this year. Yeah, but that's, that's not sabermetric. No, but I'm gonna t- I know what yeah. they're not. I'm just showing you why numbers, you can't rely on numbers. Right. He's 2-11 and 11 this year. Before this year, he was a collective 22-14. and 14. That's Cy Young caliber numbers. 22-14. and 14. His ERA is almost exactly the same. Yeah, but I don't think I don't think any of those numbers matter because I think what the good I, I agree with you. Sabermetrics suck in terms of uh, the way we manage the game. Yes. But where they're helpful is it teaches us what stats really matter and wins right. and losses are irrelevant. What I, what I think they are too, and I yeah. think for me for a pitcher I look at WHIP, I look at batting average against, but I really I'm most interested in WHIP. I want to know. That's how, how I decide what free agents I'm picking up in fantasy baseball. Well, whip and strikeouts per nine. You're smart because, well, in fantasies, the yeah. strikeouts are heavily weighted. But yeah. my, my, my whole point in using the Plezak numbers, yeah. I'm just looking at his stuff. When I watch a pitcher pitch, I really don't look at the box score and the numbers. I really don't. I, will, I like to predict after the first inning whether the, uh, the pitcher's going to be around past the sixth. And I got to tell you, I've been doing this for about 15 years where I've been making that prediction. I'm about 90%. Because it's what the guy comes out of the bullpen with yeah. to start the game. What's his stuff? 
Is he locating? Is he changing speeds? Is he picking his spots? Is he missing his spots? If he is, I, I, this, this guy's going to make it through six innings. With Zach Plezak, I keep watching him, scratching my head, saying, he's the same guy, essentially. He's not doing much different. His stuff looks the same to me. His ERA is almost identical. 22-14, and 2-11. and 11. Yeah. Now, I know run support has a lot to do with that. I'm sure. just using one example of numbers of how they can screw you up and paint the wrong picture. And that's why I'm hesitant to let numbers drive the majority of the decisions for managers. I think Tito has it perfect. He uses the numbers. They, hip, they pass him the numbers every day. He looks at them. He consumes them. He uses them where they're appropriate, and he discards them where he thinks they're garbage or where he has a gut. And I think, sure. unfortunately, it's got to be a mix. Managers today, when they're hired, they're hired primarily on their willingness to use numbers that the front office gives him during the game. And that's a big whiff because Tito's the best in the game right now, and he does it right. That, that's my rant on, on numbers. Gee. Oh, your mind's is quick, man. So you know how when you uh, used to watch something when you was younger, right? And you really didn't know what you was watching. So I don't know if I've ever saw this before. I'm into like watching like disturbing scenes and figuring out why inside I feel these scenes are disturbing. And I came across one, a very disturbing one. The original RoboCop, when Murphy gets killed, that is very disturbing. <laughs> Certainly was. It was very gory. I, I don't remember getting that off when I was younger. I was like 10 or something. Like, I was kind of scarred a little bit last night when I watched that. Uh, he, he suffered a gruesome fate. And uh, I didn't know RoboCop was that uh, that horrific, the first one. I thought it was like more slapstick. I thought it was like, uh, you know, Beverly Hills Cop or something, but not Banana that. on the tailpipe? Yeah, I, I just got fooled and, yeah, quite quite disturbing. You're watching I, that at 10, bro. I've never watched that movie. I the mean, first RoboCop, go watch it. It's oh, kind of crazy. Epic, and he's I right. It's a little dated now. I haven't seen it in so many years. I bet parts no? of it are. Uh, yeah, parts of it. The CGI effects with the machines are yeah, kind of a little dated. Stuff, yeah. But it's 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 jarring. <laughs> it's jarring. I don't wow. know. Yeah, it is. Watch, <laughs> I might have it. to go check it out. Yeah, it is. I'm gonna be quick with mine today too. Uh, mine's is on. Uh, so when I was at Ohio State, uh, Urban brought in this guy by the name of Tim Kite. A lot of people are familiar with Tim Kite. He's the person that created the E plus R equals O. And when I first got into a meeting room as a 18, 19 year old kid, I said, this is some bull job. I'm not about to, what, what is this? But then I, as I went through life, I understood that he's right. Like every, you're, you can't control what's going to happen, but you can control how you're going to respond. And you can respond in a positive way or a negative way. And in my life, I've learned to respond to everything in a positive way. Why? Because in a negative way, it doesn't help the situation. It's only going to make the situation worse. So I, I'm here today to tell you that Whatever life throws at you, you can choose to try to make the best of everything and be optimistic, and that's how I choose to live my life, and I just wanted to let y'all know that you can too. Explain the E plus R equals O. So events, so like life throws events at you. So mm -hmm. it, for example, you get fired. Like Urban did last year. Yeah, you get fired. Shh. <laughs> <laughs> how you should all be fired like that. So how you choose to check. respond to it, the R stands for response, your reaction to it. You can be like, man, forget this job, man. Forget everybody in here, like that type of stuff. Or you could be like, you know what? Another opportunity is going to come. Uh, obviously, there's something else out there that I should be doing. This obviously isn't it. That's the positive way to do it. And that affects the way. That's the outcome. The outcome is after all of that goes down, how your life is affected afterwards. Live my life that exact way, and it's a great way to live. It is. You're right. <laughs> Choose positive. Mm -hmm. Guys, today is the anniversary 
of the release of two of the greatest comedies ever. In 1989, on this day, Uncle Buck came out. Mm. And in 2007... <laughs> that movie sucked. What? <laughs> I know what. What? What's Are you two, out of your mind? What's in 2007? And 2007, on this day, Superbad came out. Okay. Now, that was great. So I get after that back, How can you not like Uncle Buck? The first person I ever met didn't like Uncle Buck. <laughs> you are out of your mind. That's a, that scene. In the, have you seen Uncle Buck? A TBS matinee. <laughs> <laughs> you can't be watching TBS matinee. They cut out the curses. Uh, What's the matter with you? It's just bad, bro. All right. Despite these guys' bad taste, Uncle Buck, for anybody with taste, is a great movie. He has so many hilarious lines. He punches a clown in the face. He tells a woman to get a, 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 her birthmark gnawed off her face by a rat. This is hilarious, and these guys are idiots. And Superbad is an iconic introduction to that group of movies in the last 15 years. Kudos to two great movies and to these two idiots. McLovin, Superbad, I'm with you on. McLovin. It never lets you guys me down. Like Uncle Buck. But Uncle Buck, matter? it's not on anybody's list what of you know? favorite movie ever. 89. Uh, yeah. well, McLovin wants to say something. I just want to add one thing before we go. Superbad is elite. And Friday, CeCe Sabathia in studio. That's Y'all awesome. Y'all ready for that? That's yes. elite. I, I called wait. one of his first professional games ever. I wonder if he'll remember that. No chance. And by the way, we'll, tape of that. And by the way, we'll I, see how tall CeCe Sabathia sorry. really is. Because oh, Because come to he's find a out, monster. I, in, in person, people keep walking up to me and be like, G Bush, I didn't know you were that tall. I'm kind of, I was like, no, you will be shocked at how big CC Sebastian is. Seven, big. And he's trimmed down, too. I mean, he's he, yeah, he, 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 Seven foot. Seven feet. Brad's a real seven footer. Yeah. Jeez. All right, we're out of time. Um, we're we're really keeping our finger on the pulse of this Deshaun Watson story. I personally think we're going to hear something today, but I said we were going to hear something last Friday, so don't listen to me. But if it does come today, <laughs> if it does happen today, we're going to bust into your regularly scheduled programming, which is color bars, and we're going to give you our reaction to the Deshaun Watson decision, which is expected either today or tomorrow, depending on who you who you listen to. In the meantime, we're on a 22-hour break. We'll see you tomorrow for the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show. There they are. I'm telling you, all he did was shave the hair and turn down to a goatee they do and look, put sunglasses they on. They look like they related. For yeah. Sure. yeah. Yeah. Wow. And they're both good singers, and hopefully they give us many more jingles. And keep sending them in. We'll keep sending them in. Keep sending them in. We love them. Back in 22 hours. See you. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.